Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there, and welcome to this, the wonderful, splendid, non-taxpayer-supported, we are a completely independent feature, material episode 263. I am Andy Anatko. And I'm Florence Ion. Exactly. So before before <laughs> exactly. you hear like your your your, your congressperson railing about uh, wanting to cut f- uh, federal funding for the material podcast, we are supported by a our own good natures, b your patience and tolerance, and also our advertisers and your memberships. So mm-hmm. how are you doing this week? How am I doing this week? Um, well, I'm a little jealous and you know i think i wasn't planning on talking about this but it just came to me and it, because it is it is <laughs> re- it is kind of it's on my mind um i'm a little jealous of my friends who have been posting on social media about getting beauty done uh and i know to some people this might sound like god oh, this is so vain of you flo but i don't care what you think <laughs> um <laughs> Because I love getting my hair done. I love getting my nails done. I love a facial. I love all of these things. It makes me feel good. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a fun way to socialize with the person, you know, who's who's helping you out in this realm. And I haven't been able to do this, obviously. Um, actually, I haven't been able to do this since January is the last time that I really like, got pampered. And that was right before our baby shower for the baby that now exists. So on Instagram today... No fewer than five friends were seen either getting uh, personal curbside manicure pedicures (laughs) or they were the only ones in a giant empty salon getting like with tinfoil in their hair, bleaching their tips or whatever they were doing. (laughs) And it just made me feel so inadequate. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's not fair because this is this is. Part of me thinks that there's this evil, well, yeah, part of me thinks there is this evil plot to just make people like me break because I really don't, (laughs) before we started recording, I was telling Andy how careful and meticulous I am about going to the grocery store. Like I'm running all the errands like 7.30, 8 in the morning, first thing, you know, when people usually have to be at their desks to answer their email or whatever, (laughs) I will go and venture into the world. And even that gives me so much anxiety. So I can't imagine uh, what it would feel like to go to for me to traverse 40 miles to San Francisco, like to get my hair done, which is a thing that I I wish I could do, but I absolutely can't for, you know, in case you all forgot, we're in a pandemic. So I guess I'm a little salty, uh, but I will say it is giving me an excuse to order all the things. (laughs) So I've made no few than four beauty orders uh, from Ulta and Sephora collectively, just ordering like nail polish, tools, like all of these. I have a list of things I need to get at CVS this week when I go in my morning venture into the world um, because I am a coupon clipper and they have very good coupons. <laughs> I know we like to make jokes about those long receipts, but the savings really are there if you just look for them. Um, so that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's what's got me in the feels right now. Yeah, I'm I'm at the <laughs> I'm at the gee, I wonder if my old stereo system still works. I should get it out of I saw you post that on put, Instagram. Yeah. And <laughs> And it gave me, by the way, heavy nostalgia vibes. And Andy, you need to capitalize on that because right now, like vaporwave, aesthetics, all that stuff is really really going around on Instagram, especially. So if you can hashtag it just right, 
Yeah. You can develop a cult-like following for vintage tech. Well, it, vintage, I, I'm, I'm a little bit ambivalent about vintage tech because <laughs> one of my favorite cha- YouTube channels in, in the whole world is Techmoan. Right. Uh, and because and he does such a good job of it, especially with like old cassette formats where from like, oh, well, I know I know all about this. Let's see. There was there of course, before the regular cassette, there was eight track. And before then, I think there was reel to reel. Wow. Three hole. But no, it's there. He's, he's done like so many videos on. Oh, well, actually, from while, while they were trying to figure out from the 50s through the 70s how to do like magnetic tape there were like a hundred different formats that they were trying each with different positives and negatives and that stuff i really love because i'm learning stuff that i didn't right. I, I had no idea before and also it's a great story about how uh, technology and design have to come together to fill a need that uh, a manufacturer knows is out there but they don't know what people are going to respond to or what their priorities are uh, and that's uh, but the, the the stuff that i that the stuff that leaves me a little bit cold however is the well i don't want to give a specific example from modern times i'm more like i'm a uh, i'm a kid from the 80s mm-hmm. and in the 80s a lot of people who were like teenagers in the 50s we're now in that like, hey, these people are now like in their mid forties, and they have they they've lost their sense of adventure, and they have jobs and houses and money they can now be marketed to. And I remember <laughs> a lot of like yeah. on on uh, I on in the middle of the afternoon, like on a weekend while I was watching like a creature double feature. I remember a lot of these like commercials for like music collections. Like, hi, hey there, remember the 50s, the tail fins on the cars, the beehives on the waitresses, <laughs> and of course, they were still the music doing this on the jukebox. Us. Yeah. They were still doing this for the 90s kids. I remember right, those. Right. Except for us, it was just like, remember hip hop of 1988? It's just like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scott Baio from Charles in Charge. Remember the Brooklyn hip hop wars of like, oh God. And, Scott Baio, by the way, turned out to be a real real piece of work absolutely but he, he would also Moving have on. been like absolutely what <laughs> he would also have been absolutely the sort of quote star unquote that they would have gotten to Agreed. like oh i remember him from that tv show i used to watch when i was 13 years old but really haven't thought a moment about in the past 20 30 years but what, what i'm getting at is that i really do think that nostalgia is like one of the most corrosive things our brains can do to ourselves it is because when it's when it's not about uh, here is this thing that's 30 years old. Like when, when I when I look at an Apple II, I really really appreciate how uh, it was a computer in which you could take the take the top off and see how everything worked. And if there was a problem with it, you could probably fix it yourself. And you could write your own software for it. And the uh, inside the box, it came with not just oh here's how to program in basic, but no no here is actually the source code for the ROMs in there. So if you want to figure out how to write your own ROMs or to like hack these, do and I really, and so I really have an appreciation for uh, what that computer was like. And also the industrial design of it, I think is very, very pretty. Uh, and a lot of these like nostalgia things are, hey, remember the 80s, your Apple IIe computer with the duo floppy drive, 16 sector discs. Like, OK, yeah. in fact, I do remember that, sir or madam. 
what is your point? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so and so what what, what I'm getting what I'm getting at is the, I remember so, it vividly. Thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you for <laughs> reminding this, me. Is and, and I have to say, sir, your your county's drunk tests are really really weird. I mean, I, usually there's a breathalyzer and I have to walk a line, but. Yes, I do recognize that as a thing that used to happen. Uh, and so uh, I, I have to admit that when I – so having this this old stereo stuff out there, it's not nostalgia for wanting to play music on cassettes again because right. cassettes are as – a, as, as a useful thing, they're just not useful to me in any way, shape, or form. They're not, in no way a, uh, an improvement on anything else I have available. But there is that aesthetic thing that you're sort of alluding to. I kind of like the fact that as a static object – the you have uh, three big stack components of like knobs and switches and buttons and like orange electrofluorescent uh, displays that are flickering. What I really missed most of all was uh, the like a bouncing VU meter that actually was useful and not simply decorative, mm-hmm, decorative mm-hmm. or nostalgic. And I also I, I was <laughs> I was I played a couple of cassettes and yes it was I do it, it's enjoyable to push a mechanical pushy button. And make sure you're pushing the right one because there are like seven of them. And then when you push it, you hear a click and then like the music starts. And after 45, 46 minutes of being left alone, you hear a click click, and it reverses itself and goes in the other direction. You, you, I, I do think it's very, very pleasant to have that sort of tactile relationship with the media that you're playing. So I might actually keep them, uh, keep them in place somewhere uh, as mostly as decor. The, the sickness, however, is that, uh, now the tape deck, I will confess, is brand new to me <laughs> because I have I never uh, uh, the only I I I kept the, the my my tuner because it was a, my my uh, AV like home theater pioneer tuner because this was my gift to myself after finishing and shipping my first book mm-hmm. because I busted my butt and everything accessory right. to the butt and getting that done. And I had that sort of Max Bialystok. I'm I've worked very hard, uh-huh. and I'm buying myself a toy. And so I bought a very very nice receiver. Uh, other things like the like the the cassette deck, which is I'll, I'll, everything everything else I had connected to it was pro- was probably whatever was on clearance within like two or three years of that, because that was the one. I think that was the only thing that I actually bought brand new mail order whatever and so but but i did have like my 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 pioneer cd player and tuner and then looking around like well what else in 1991 1992 what was like the pioneer hi-fi lineup and so oh here is like the four cassette decks they had like ooh this dual deck with like that really big display is nice i wonder if it's on ebay anywhere and i wound up buying it like uh, uh, there was a no minimum no minimum bid so i wound up getting it for six dollars and change Oh my gosh. And so now I'm doing like that sort of other thing saying, well, my CD player is like a six CD changer, but what if I actually want to use this for when I, uh, when I get like a, when I, when I buy CDs through the mail, but before I've gotten a chance to rip them, maybe I actually want to play them. Maybe I want to buy like a one CD pioneer player and like, okay, do you want to spend $18 or as much as $91? And I'm I'm delaying that for like a month or two, but all this sort of stuff where it's like actually would be I couldn't possibly afford having <laughs> like bu- buying I'm gonna buy go through this cat go, I'm gonna go to the the stereo store and point go into that darkened room where they have all the nice stuff and say I want the pioneer this and the pioneer that and the pioneer real to real I could never I could really only 
barely afford the tuner at that price. But now it's like $18 for this. Okay. $7 for, for, for $40 for, for the pioneer turntable. Okay. Real to real $200. (laughs) No. Yeah. This, see, this quarantine has really done things to us. Yeah. So I will, I will, I'm sorry. I I failed to mention that I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm wasting my money. I'm enjoying this, but nonetheless, I would have had other distractions exactly. on my mind. Exactly. Like, hey, let's go out for, to this place, or hey, let's go out to this movie, or hey, let's go to New York and hang out with friends. And exactly. now it's like, hey, wow, I can I can buy this old CD player for $38? Sure. Yeah, I know. You just made me, <laughs> ugh, you made me think about stuff that I, ugh, I can't get into it, though. I can't. Um, also, just a scary time to buy old tech from other people's houses, because you never know what you're invited in, as they say. <laughs> Um, mm. <laughs> well, speak, well, speaking uh, of, of yes. old uh, old media, I, uh, uh, now yes. getting to new media, <laughs> I was complaining a while back that my watch later playlists in YouTube is broken mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that I can add things to it. But apparently the watch later playlist itself has its no service at this window. Come back tomorrow, window down and mm. it's not getting anything. And surprise, shock, disappointed, disillusioned as I was and still am that there's no way to simply say hi i've got actually a lot of cool stuff from my watch later playlist i would like to copy it to an empty playlist so that i can free up my watch later playlist for other things and there's no way to do that except for select delete select delete select delete and then do that at last count three thousand four hundred and some odd times because i've had this watch later playlist basically unmaintained since i signed up for youtube uh, so I found out that there is the only way to do it in without having to do the select delete 3000 some odd times is to, as has sometimes happens with Chrome, you have to enter developer mode and enter a JavaScript right. uh, that will that will that can be executed. It will like so scan. user friendly. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, uh, on the one hand, I'm glad that the browser is. Um, st- that browsers still re- retain enough of their nerdy, nerdy, like neckbeard system administrator roots that, of course, you'd have like a JavaScript interpreter built into it. Why wouldn't you have a JavaScript interpreter built into this? Um, or at least a way to execute JavaScript. On the other hand, this isn't the first time that with a Google service, that's something that should have been damn obvious as a feature I can only do through uh, through executing like JavaScript code, which I have to say, uh, I know I speak enough JavaScript that I can probably order in a JavaScript restaurant without having to point at all the menus. But I really, I'm looking at code that whose function I don't completely understand. That's not a good thing. Even if you're getting it from GitHub, it's not a really good practice. Because uh, the last time I had to do this was when I was having a problem with my Google Play Music account and the thing and the only way to do it was to i I wanted to remove all this remove my library and start all over again because there were some conflicts and the only way there was no way to say oh but of course i want to like back up all the uh, all of the music that i've thumbsed up to but no there's no way to do that so i had to do a i had to do the script in order to create a csv file but it doesn't it it just bums you out that a, a company that does so many things really well, and upon which I should add, we're relying so much for critical infrastructure, did not figure out that maybe people would want a delete all videos button or a simple copy the contents of this playlist to another playlist button. I can't imagine it has not occurred to them. So maybe I mean, they're just being mean. 
Neither has demonetizing all of their racists. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, we can only ask so many things. Not we, be fair. There are just so many company. of them. Yeah. It's, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Andy, what's this I hear about you quitting Chrome? I saw you tweet about this today, and I was just like, oh, Andy, let me let me tell you about how great Edge is. Yes. Because I've been using Microsoft Edge on Windows 10, um, partly because I had a uh, site blocker for productivity on Chrome, and in order to get around that, I had to go through another browser, so I was like... I'm just going to try Edge. Let's just try this in Edge. <laughs> and I did. And I have to say that the transition over was super seamless. All I had to do was give it whatever my login info for Google, I guess. Or actually what it did is it just transferred over everything that yeah, I had all, all, all on Google. Yeah, yeah, into Edge. And I was immediately, like I was already logged into Twitter. I was already logged into all these different services. My password chain is there, which is like super easy. I, I just love that. And I just find that it's it's not only faster, but on Windows 10, it looks so sleek. Like it just fits in really nicely with the whole interface. And it's making me think like, should I fully step into whatever it is that Microsoft is trying to sell to me? <laughs> because I have this Chrome alternative. Um, and on that note, on on the mobile side of things, I've been using DuckDuckGo. Because I just, I'm just tired of, I'm tired of all the trackers, man. <laughs> just don't want any of those trackers, man. And I love it because every site I go to, it's like, eh, we just, we just uh, got rid of that tracker. We got rid of that tracker. Okay. That ad network, mm, not happening. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I love it. I love this, this other side of the coin thing. And it really gives credence to the idea that um, there is a bit of a, there's a bit of a monopoly going around. <laughs> Yeah, you know what and, I mean. Yeah, and it's not as, and it's not necessarily because Google is strong arming people either. It's right. Chrome is a really great browser, but you're right; people don't really think about alternatives to Chrome. It used and, to be the browser of the people, by the way. Remember when yes. it came out and they had that like comic by Scott, Scott McCloud, and it yeah, was exactly. just like. And yeah. it was like, oh, my God, an alternative to Internet Explorer, an alternative to Safari. We have been just, oh, we've been deceived. And now we're just in another cult. So, yeah, you know, that's, it's see, like. That's, <laughs> that's, and that's right on the money. That's Technically speaking, this morning, I, for, for some reason that I still, A, that I, A, didn't figure out and B wasn't particularly interested in figuring out because mm, I mm. I opened up the computer because I wanted to get some work done sir not perform any maintenance mm. for, for some reason my uh, Chrome had lost its connection its pipe to the internet and I was doing a quick test saying okay well disconnect from Wi-Fi reconnect nope still nothing uh, I'm, I'm on my uh, I'm on my ThinkPad. Uh, let's uh, switch to uh, switch to Edge and see if it can get it. If so, see if it's the entire computer or just this. And Edge was working fine, and uh, it was working fine. It was also really really fast. And it just it occurred to me at that moment that um, I I uh, I had not been considering. I had not been. I had not taken a book, a good deep dive at alternative uh, browsers for a long, long time. And that's something that I I recommend other people do and that I certainly should do myself. Not necessarily because you've got a problem with Chrome and you hate it, you keep wanting to look for something you want out. It's more like, yeah, but uh, the reasons why you selected Chrome five or six years ago, maybe they were clear advantages 
uh, during the Obama administration, but after a very, <laughs> very, after changed. world changing three or four years, <laughs> perhaps Safari, perhaps Edge, perhaps Firefox is now like gives you everything you want and some things that you wish that Chrome had. The right browser for these trying times. Yes, so exactly. what is it? What yep. is it? So I so I decided that at least for a month I'm going to uh, switch to Edge on my Windows notebook. I'm going to switch back to Safari on my Macs. Um, on my Linux machine, it's going to be Firefox. I think I'm going to stick to Chrome on mobile because I just don't want to make my life that much more complicated. The th- the thing that's going to make it tough though is that um, after my favorite list manager got bought by Microsoft, I know you're very upset about that. I know. You have every reason to be, by the way. I'm not. In, yeah, I'm no, not trying exactly. to invalidate nope, you. Nope, nope, I just, exactly. I just. I mean, like I, like I'm I reiterating. Said the, I knew you were very upset about it. No, no, exactly. Because so much, such a big part of my day, like at least a third of my day, is research, and not 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 just specific research, but here are message boards, here yeah, are blogs, yeah. here are news groups, here's here's whatever. And when I see an article that, ooh, that's very interesting, I need to follow up on that. I need to be able to click, make a bookmark, and then. Click OK, or if I need to put it into a different folder, click to that different folder and then move on. And every single other app that was like that is click. OK, would you like a reminder about this? No. Uh, what actionable items would you like to attach? No. Would you like to attach a No. Like Just save the freaking URL to the folder I'm pointing you to right now and then get out of here. Andy, I have to tell you just very quickly about Joplin, which I found uh, several weeks ago, and it's uh, it's very indie, but I'm loving it so far. It's fully reliant on Markdown, which I also love because I write all my notes in Markdown anyway. Like I use the pound sign to like make you know headers and stuff like that. And I'm just in terms of formatting, it gives me everything I need without me having to like go highlight things and like format it, which I absolutely hate doing that. Um, and I'm love. I'm actually doing. <laughs> simultaneously three research projects <laughs> why do we do this to ourselves because it pays the bills um and <laughs> i'm finding it works really nicely just to have like the notebooks i can easily just like if i need to just dump leaks in a page i'll just dump some leaks in there and then go at links I'm having a hard time saying that and then i'll go in later and just kind of like organize it as i need to um so just something also the reason i picked it it was end-to-end encrypted encryption and it's like so serious about the encryption that you have to like um, uh, generate a security key that you have to use and it can only be used between the devices that you register. Anyway, it's I like it. They have a Mac and a PC app, too. So just something. Yeah, it's on Linux. I'm and it's also, on, also a command line <laughs> version of it because it is I mean, open source. Um, yeah, J-O-P-L-I-N. I have mm-hmm. I have heard of it. I think I, it might have been one of those like list managers that I tried out during like the list again disaster. Uh, okay. Um, but I, but I don't, I don't specifically Not know that I thought it was better. See what, what, what got me to say, well, why don't one, one of those like sort of like ice water in the face moments of, yeah, but uh, Andy, so Andy, you're saying that what you want to do is save bookmarks into folders in a way that's very, very simple and will keep them synced across all of your devices. Doesn't, Chrome have some sort of, I don't know, what is it? Oh, I, I know, it's called that. bookmarks, it's yeah. called. It's and, pretty great, just, yeah, you know, be darned because, control D. <laughs> yeah, and it works, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and so, 
like, I like but, cool. I like yanking your chain about this stuff. By the way, no, 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 no. I'm... It's a, see the the other see the other danger. The other danger, though, and I'm sure that like you're you're in on this too, is that uh, <laughs> there are a lot. Of, like when I try to get into Notion, which is another like productivity, like project manager, whatever app. I have to tell you, they're having some. Some issues. There's yeah. some, but the, but, the, it, but it became <laughs> so... like it became like the the Macarena or La Vida Loca, like that. That's that one song that everybody is into for the summer, and then for some Bailamo. reason, whatever goes yes. back. <laughs> <laughs> that song whenever... also had that one summer. Um, but anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, so it's and so it's sometimes these things are like viral diseases for creative people. Because they get so into like the thing is like I've got this commercial project that I'm writing, you know, just to because for at my day job, but I'm also researching one nonfiction fiction book, and I'm also helping someone else. And I just I, I what I what really drew drew me to Notion is that I can build this this system, this environment that is custom tailored to everything I want to do, and then like you check back with them like six weeks later and saying so how's work going and how's that nonfiction book you're writing and how's that thing you're writing oh but let me show you like what i discovered notion can do but you're not a notion no no, no but let me show you so now i've got it like hot linked to the spreadsheet like oh honey and and this is why i <laughs> i sold life hacker on a story about how to get started with notion <laughs> just, i've seen the money, greatest folks. minds of my generation <laughs> It's just it's, like that's honestly how I come up with a lot of my guide ideas. I'll pitch my editor and be like, you know what I've been procrastinating on doing for the last three weeks. I know I owe you that other story, but I found this great app that I think I should also write about and that you should pay me. Don't worry about the other story that I haven't finished yet. But this is this right here is. Anyway, so, so you're, what you're saying is that you're you're like Eugene Levy and like National Lampoon's Vacation, where when you fail to deliver yes. like the act the car that the Griswolds actually ordered, you try to give. Well, this is the car. This is the car you want. The family truckster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's how you that's how you make it in the freelance world. <laughs> well, I'll say I'll say what we should we should take a break, but I will say that the for, for now I'm for now I'm enjoying Edge. Um, it's only been day one, so I don't know how much of this is simply that. I this is like probably in the year or so that I uh, that I've been using this ThinkPad as kind of like my daily notebook sort of thing. Hmm. Uh, that it's been the only time I've been using like Edge regularly. So maybe it's just that Chrome is full of like cruft and spider webs and sticks and all kinds of stuff, and Edge is just lightweight and free and hasn't been like attacked by every it's single a, it's marketing. A clean- it's a clean Amazon box that just came right. in versus the basement covered in arachnids. But with the, the, the so, but for now, the only disappointment for now is that I didn't realize this until I tried to invoke it. Like, oh, that's right, this isn't Chrome. I don't have the Chrome Dino game. Oh, that is a disappointment. Yeah, you need to get the toy, Andy. <laughs> So you yeah. can, just, See, the thing, can the, just sprout up whenever, yeah. whenever you need it. That's how Google gets you. That's how they that's how they keep us in. That's how they keep us in this. It's like Scientology. Yes. There's there's <laughs> a there is a reason, and I I I forbid you to select that as a show title, by the way. 
It's this like is... Scientology. <laughs> I forbid okay. you to do You know why? Because that'll put us on like some some weird watch list. So I'm not going to do that because the last I will, thing I need is the, a miscavige. I, 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 will, I, will uh, you comp- know. I will compromise by signing off on it's quote, it's like Scientology, comma, unquote, said Florence Ilon, Ion, <laughs> uh, comma, against the objections of Andy Anatko. <laughs> That's quite a long podcast title, though. I don't <laughs> no, know if that'll no, fit in our RSS feed. You know, when you sign a contract to buy a house, that's also a lot of a lot of text, when and there's a reason. You sign a contract with Scientology. That's a lifetime of regret. Uh, Unquote, anyway, said Florence Ilon. Uh, <laughs> why am I saying Ilon? God dang it! That's, that's my Scientology. Florence. It's the L in Florence that's getting that's that's seeping into. Let's take a break and yes. I'll have a sip of my dur pepper. Or my, I'm sorry, my diet dur pepper. <laughs> By the way, do you, did you notice that like this, that's how you tell like a real fan of dur pepper from people who simply are aware? Because if you look at it, if you look at the can, it's act, there is actually no like period after. Oh, that's doctor. right. That's... It is technically dur pepper. Bad copy editing. Mm. Or I bet I bet there's some sort of like legal trademark reason that that becomes th- then dr is short period is short for doctor and therefore is not trademarkable but dr with nothing after that is original and therefore makes it like more uh probably more defensible. yeah you're on to something anyway. all right well let's let's have a commercial and then we'll talk about being smart at home which is something i had to do a lot of research from because i'm not that's not my natural sort of thing this episode is brought to you by pingdom from solar winds do you have a website And does your website have a shopping cart, registration forms, or contact us pages? If you answered yes to these questions, then you need Pingdom. Nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail. That means a bad experience for your users and could mean lost business for you. But the good news is you can set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. Transaction monitoring will alert you when cart checkout, forms, and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will let you know the moment any of these fail in whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted, depending on the outage severity. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible. And if disaster strikes, you will be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and Relay FM. Well, everyone, if you went to the movie theaters today and you found that there was uh, no one was at the new movie theaters, no one was at the bowling alleys, streets were absolutely empty. There was an absolute logical reason because everybody was at the Hey Guillermo Smart Home Summit. Uh, and I'm not going <laughs> to say the word Google where it should be. Uh, no. This, so Google has announced last week we're having... Uh, a like a s- online summit for developers. You could think of it as whatever sessions that Google planned to have in May regarding uh, Nest support and the and uh, uh, home automation and smart home stuff. Essentially, they took whatever it was that they were planning to do in May and turned it into a one or two day <laughs> streaming event. Uh, now, the the weird thing though is that uh, unlike most of the stuff that's at I/O, uh, all of this stuff was behind a thick registration yes. wall because uh, yes. i expected I was that gonna I could, mention that yeah i mean uh, i expected that it would simply these videos which uh, it, uh, it was announced last week there's it's going to start off with a keynote obviously it's all going to be streamed and i thought okay well so i bet that i don't even have to like go to the developer page 
it's just going to, because I'm subscribed to pretty much all the developer stuff uh, on YouTube, uh, Google developer stuff, it's just going to appear. It's like, nope. It's like, okay, so I'll go to like the event page and like, <laughs> that's great. Let us know your first name and your last name and your title and the company you work for. And by the way, which of the eight absolutely developer-focused industries do you work on and no journalist I just put or technology. idle curiosity? <laughs> yeah. That's all. I mean, I'm giving away my secrets now, but that's yes. always how I register myself. It's mm. like technology. And then I, for my title, I wrote senior person. <laughs> yes. who, who else is more senior than me? Right. Exactly. There's nobody um, here. Flow so, in chief. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but which kind of, so, eh, but it, it kind of makes sense because the content eh, is right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it really, it was all about smart home stuff. Uh, and last it was week, like when we super in the weeds, smart home stuff, like there was context behind it that I had to look up a bit um, because I didn't realize how out of the game I was until I listened to what they were presenting today. 18 diagnostic imperatives for lighting control over IP with TCL slash IL bindings like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the point at which they pause for the applause break amongst the 3,000 press and analysts. Uh, yeah, so it was really, really like deep undercover developer stuff. So, okay, there was some there was some stuff which we can pick out here that are that might mm-hmm. be relevant to people. The, the other thing that was weird was that so I think it's, I think it's a two day event and it started today with a keynote. But I would have expected that there would have been an official Google blog post about it. But as of at least like or 5 p.m. today, there was not. However, um, I did later come across an article uh, from Android Police in which mm-hmm. it turned out by the end that they were going from like a pre-packaged set of press materials because it included the entire mm-hmm. text of what they claimed was an official Google blog post from today mm-hmm. uh, entitled, uh, quote, New user features and developer tools to build the helpful home by Michelle Turner, director of product and smart home ecosystem for Google. So, okay, again, interesting. Not, 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 not harsh, not problematic, but interesting. That, that confused me because I was trying to do some research before our podcast, and I it just I had read the Android Police article, but yesterday because it published on July seventh. We're recording this on July eighth. And I was a little annoyed when I saw that because I'm like, well, what the heck? The the keynote thing is tomorrow. Like, why is the like, why is all this stuff getting announced now? And then there was there was just no cohesion to this thing, which um, and not to mention the actual event started like 15 minutes after they said it would. Yeah. You if you refresh the page, there was like this this bit of text. that was like, sorry, we're running 15 minutes late. <laughs> it was like, oh, whoopsies. And, and all and all of that's okay. It, it is. Yeah. I in mean, the it end, happens. it, it, it was. Uh, they only announced this last week. It was really just a developer event. Um, I think when you and I talked about it a little bit last week, we were at least hopeful that maybe there would be a hardware tease or not, or at least in, a, in within a developer context. Oh, by the way, here's a new piece of hardware, a new piece of TV hardware that we're going to be introducing later this year, and here's how mm-hmm. we're going to have to do in order to integrate it with whatever. Um, there was actually there was one big. Uh, Let's not say bombshell. Let's say you can't say bomb on a podcast. Uh, let's say the uh, the roadside fireworks stand. If they have one kind of firework that you will begrudgingly allow your nine year old to like Sparklers. play with, 
Spark- well, sparklers are still like here. Here, kid, have some mag. Here's some magnesium on fire. <laughs> I mean, when I, you put but, it that way, Andy. But I'll but, tell you, all I saw people with this weekend were sparklers. So. True. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. I had to. One a.m. Sir, oh, no, or madam, we had, we had, we had. It's July fifth. Maybe you we, don't want to be exploding things in the neighborhood. We had them too. Remember, fireworks are very legal in Oregon, so <laughs> all you have to do is cross the border five hours. Particularly bulk sales to compounds. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, so here's so here's That's some a details. Very deep stuff, joke. Yes, go ahead. Stuff, stuff <laughs> of consumer interest. Uh, the Google Assistant is going to be working more deeply with entertainment devices in the future. Uh, Google had previously announced. The Smart Home for Entertainment Devices API, which, if you are very selective about how you capitalize that, can be summarized as shed. Shed. Uh, it's an a- shed. 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 S C E D. By the yes. way. Uh, so this is an API that uh, that uh, Google has been developing. They announced it a while ago, but now it's public release to everybody. Uh, so this will allow the assistant to do things like, uh, "Hey, Guillermo." play Call of Duty 21 on my Xbox or, you know, hey, Guillermo, set my automatic ping pong competitor to easy level and don't serve right at my head this time. You know, where you can actually <laughs> connect Sorry, whatever whatever this. things that they think support can be connected more deeply into yes. Apple, uh, into, uh, into uh, the assistant. Um, a bunch of stuff which uh, uh, were related to the gentle wake feature, like waking up and going to sleep. Uh, features. This is part of the like wellness initiative that, that Google started a few years ago. So that now you're uh, if you're developing uh, home products, you can have them t- attached to. Oh, it's a half hour before this person is going to wake up. Let's start slowly, like bringing the lights up. Or dare we dream it? We're <laughs> let dare we dream it? He put pop tarts in the toaster and like down now it's time to turn on the toaster so that after he's five minutes after he's up he will have hot fresh toaster pastries uh ready and waiting for him uh and that will work with both like waking up and going to sleep uh, sort of stuff um there's also a light effects trait that uh, the assistant has already always done now that's publicly available to everybody so if you want it so if you have a product like a home home theater and you want to define a uh, set and your 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 device wants to say, oh, you're watching a movie right now, so I'm going to dim the lights. I'm right. going to turn off the circulating fan uh, unless the temperature really really gets too hot in here. All that sort of stuff. So things that th- it basically goes down to the stuff that you own that is a smart device that could work better if it were all on the same page together. Now we'll hopefully uh, be uh, in on the same page together. Um, we've we already talked about the smart home integrations in Android 11 because we've both been using them. This is one of my favorite parts of Android 11, being able to have shortcut buttons that are accessible as soon as you hold down the power switch. Now that's because I no longer like go into Google Home to do stuff like that. Now it's just second nature to hold down the power switch, and now I'm holding a remote control for like the lights and stuff in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why there's some things that. I like to do via voice command, and there are some things where I'd much rather push a button, even though there's no real tactical advantage to doing it by pushing a button. I don't know. I I have just not I have just not had a lot of success with the voice commands beyond turn the lights on and off. When I try and do specific light controls, it always and I don't know if it's because I'm not naming the lights 
properly or, or different enough for it to differentiate. But um, our house has just been very frustrated with the whole voice command situation. So everybody here relies on either touching the smart displays to get things done or touching their phones. Uh, the speakers in the house, the Google Homes, the Nest Minis, those have all become music devices. And it's primarily, it's not, a lot of them are actually muted because I just don't want to deal with them and the voice commands. Um, I don't know that any of the stuff that we talked about that was talked about today is going to help me in that realm. Yeah. In particular. So I think this will be great for, I was just thinking today, um, a couple of folks in my discord and I, we were watching along with the Twitch stream today uh, that they were doing for this event. And I was just talking about how, this just felt very much about consolidation of a bunch of ecosystems, which is great. And that's what the smart home world has been doing the last couple of years. But I just don't see how that's going to fix the problems that I have now. Because the problem I have now isn't that things aren't compatible with it, because that things have been streamlined. You know, every new thing that comes out now is like works with Amazon, works with Google. They, it's they, like, yeah, they that's also, great. It's not like it's not like eight or nine years ago. They seem to have understood mm-hmm. that it is unite or die. Yeah. In this space. And all the third party ones like uh, Wink, that has gone the way of the dodo. Like it's no around. It's not around anymore. Um, they're not updating it. And uh, a lot of those niche smart home controllers have gone away just because because it's become more mainstream people just want to have it be made easy and so i'm you know i wish we had kind of known that going into this and i also this really made me miss google io because <laughs> yep. this is why we need google io and this is a very insidery thing that i'm saying but i know that there are developers that listen to our podcast and that agree with me it is very important for us to be using the stuff in person with the people who make it because it gives way more context than what they give you in a presentation because a presentation is a narrative that is you know concisely put together to just give you information but not not the in-depth content contextual stuff that like we really need. So often, often it, <laughs> that often was it my gives, five it, minute yeah. review of it gives you the what it always gives you the what sometimes gives you the how, but yes. sometimes often does not give you the why precisely. Um, one, one nice thing that's hopefully coming is that uh, your third party devices might respond more quickly. Uh, yeah. Some interesting, interesting stuff here. The, uh, Local, there's a software developer kit that was released earlier this year called Local Home, and it lets the assistant do some home automation uh, by not having to relay to a server first. So mm-hmm. with partners, with people who have developed stuff to work with that, uh, you might be able to say, hey, Guillermo, start my toaster pastries and have them ready for me in eight minutes without it having to contact the server <laughs> Figure out what the language for for controlling this smart pop tart toaster is, and then coming back. Um, uh, the there's also something really interesting that I want to learn a little bit more about. So third party apps and hardware in uh, in the house can and this this is uh, my inflection here. It can sort of earn the right to report their current state to Google Home and have the Google Home system and the assistant trust it without checking. So if a thermostat, for instance, says the internal temperature in the, in the house is now, uh, is now 71 degrees, it does, uh, the, uh, the, the assistant or Google Home will say, okay, the temperature inside the house is 71 degrees. 
It's not going to then, oh, is it then? Let's pull this device right here to get a reading from it and then back again. So apparently when a new device is, is introduced into the system, it will still be, the system will still be like double checking and like not essentially trusting it. But a after a certain amount of point when certain criteria have been met, just like when you have like a dog or a cat you've introduced in your house saying, okay, right. I have decided you've proven that I can leave you alone in the bedroom while I'm off cooking in the kitchen and trust that you're not going to pee on the comforter that my mom gave me that came from the LL Bean catalog and cost $400. <laughs> now you and see yet. why I have not gotten a new pet. <laughs> This is also why I didn't get a new futon cover because babies yes. are gross. <laughs> Those poor things. They're constantly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, you well... know, and, and any, any babies who are listening, <laughs> I mean, we, we will give you a lot of latitude for the first two years and we will even be understanding for the two years after that. But there's going to be a point at which we're just going to hold you accountable for stuff like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just going to happen. And it's not because mm -hmm. we're being mean or, ooh, ooh, I used to be able to pee on the $500 LL Bean duvet cover all the time. Like, yeah, but you also used to, like, refer to the curtains as doggy. And we we move forward in time, <laughs> don't we? Listen, at least baby urine does not stain the way that feline urine does. <laughs> uh, aren't you glad you don't have an animal? Uh, I would say... <laughs> uh, par par parenthetically i'm st i'm still like i'm still navigating the road towards eventually getting a cat i know this is why i'm like surreptitiously dropping oh no no exactly no exactly I'm, I'm very very hip okay so, see the the diff what what makes <laughs> things these on. what makes these things much much harder is that now like again I, I i want to be in a place where if i do decide that it's okay for me to get a pet that i will i will be uh, that i'm so well informed that I know that I can give this pet a very, very good life because I have full expectations about what the duties and responsibilities will be, expenses, things like that. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, now that I've, now I've been doing more and more reading, it's like, you know what, though? One of the reasons why cats can go a little bit nuts is like if much it's much, much better if you adopt like two kittens and like and wait wait for them to yes. be weaned from the mother but that way they get to you they get to get out all a lot of their aggression and a lot of their like emotional stuff on each other and there's like okay we're we're a team here and therefore they don't have they're not as confused as scared and i'm like okay i mean i could afford one i'm pretty sure i can afford two i'm not sure can i can i be a two good... cats equals four litter boxes just yeah, fyi see, exactly. two litter boxes yeah, per cat so just so now something it's to keep in mind <laughs> I mean, we, um, we, are we are talking about smart home here, and pets are part of the home, and one must be smart when it comes to these decisions. Of, yes. uh, involving Rest in peace, my cat, but she did not like the robot vacuum. Um, no, she was not into it. Uh, overall, I would say not a super an anticlimactic event, which is fine. If if you don't work in d developing stuff for home, I, I mean, from a yeah. yeah, from a consumer standpoint, very anticlimactic. But lots of good, you know, minute improvements coming to the overall Google Assistant ecosystem. Sorry, I, I stopped there for a second because I was just thinking somebody was talking about today how they're calling it the Hey G Summit, which is 
leading a lot of us in the media to believe that this is where they're going with branding, which is just going to change a lot of copy edits, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and it's just also <laughs> making me think about how many people are going to accidentally have their devices turned on because of this naming convention. So yeah. I suppose it's no different from Amazon's venture, what they've done. I don't know. It's uh, This is just... Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff, particularly now that um, I think smart speakers were super, super duper hot uh, four or five years ago, even as late as like three years ago. Now there's the expectation yes. that, OK, we got this thing where you say, hey, Guillermo, set a timer for 15 minutes or Alyosha, what's the weather today? And now there's the expectation that that's no longer enough to show that you've got a, a valuable system here to people. That it ha- yeah, things have I to mean, work together, things have to work well. So this is part of what uh, what we're looking at. But like one thing, last thing that uh, I, I thought was really interesting was the concept of home and away, which is something that Nest products can have awareness of because it can mm-hmm. it can basically because it can identify people, it can see that okay, this person has left the room. He's also passed past the Nest doorbell. There's no movement of any kind inside the house. So clearly someone has left uh, the ability to then broadcast to other devices that want to know about that, that, oh, by the way, away mode has now been enabled. Or if you want to know if there's anybody here anymore, I'm telling you that everybody is gone. So if you're a smart TV, maybe you want to turn your put into super low power mode now uh, and all that. And again, if Andy did leave the the Pop-Tarts in the toaster. Perhaps you want to cut power to this toaster as well as to the hair curlers that you yes. decide to leave on because on remember, top of that list burns. of newspapers. Yes. Frosting burns. It, it does combust. It can cause a fire. Yes. <laughs> Just... uh, yeah, but I did, I did, uh, we did hint that there was one piece of like broader, more interesting news. So again, this was a developer focused sort of thing. And part of it was giving them timetables for here's all the stuff that you can support. And here are timetables uh, for making sure that you're, that you've got your checklist for the ahead of the in time for the September 8th, Android 11 launch. Mm-hmm. I just added it in my Google Cal. Yep. Yep. And now of course this is not legally binding. <laughs> so, and of course, if Google says, Oh, by the way, we've, we're changing the really to tell all tells all of its developers, I'm so sorry. You're totally screwed. We're, we're we're launching it four weeks later, and so you're gonna have three or four weeks of more time to work on your integration. Uh, I'm sure that's not gonna be okay. It might it might, it might screw up if, if someone is is uh, uh, is locking into that date for marketing purposes and committing on buying ads. Okay, maybe that mm-hmm. is that is sort of thing. But now <laughs> at least we know that Google at least Google is expecting to be on sort of a traditional timetable for their next major release. Uh, I was certainly wondering if there's, if things were going to be at least a month late due to the fact that they had to move a lot of pieces around just to keep the developer team Mm -hmm. working at their usual pace, uh, despite being distant from the central office. Uh, But okay, that's cool. That's interesting. We like that, or at least I like that. I don't want to speak for everybody. Well, there's a next up. Now I'm really excited about Microsoft. Me too. Me too. Me too. This We're is both for, those, excited. for those of you who have not had this tattooed on the brain since Microsoft's demo during uh, their own developer conference, I think late last year, October, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. This is the dual screen, like with an actual foldable in the sense of two screens with an actual hinge in the middle of it. Like imagine like an, two iPad minis with a hinge connecting them together. Uh, and it runs, it runs Android. It will run Android 10 upon release. 
Uh, and uh, it obviously it takes advantage of all the new APIs that Google has done for uh, multiple screens slash foldable screen stuff. But the demos make it look like they've really uh, not just simply saying, well, here's the hardware. Good luck. Hope Can't wait to see what you guys do with this. It's more like, no, here's the language of having a, having like a mail app that starts in one, one screen, but then can expand across the other. Or, of course, you Kindle people. Of course, you can have one page facing pages on the other. Uh, and it really this it really gets me super excited because this is I've, I've been very aware for a very long time that there's a very, very big gap be- still between my phone and sort of the next largest, most useful device that um, I want something that I can stick into my back pocket because I'm going to be in the city for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to not only enjoy reading books and doing stuff, but, oh, damn, this meeting's going to be late. Okay, I may as well spend the next half hour like doing email. Or, or even while I'm at the salon, I'd love to be able right. to just like have that, <laughs> read a digital magazine or something, mm. you know? I've got PDFs. <laughs> So we so we have a couple of pieces uh, pieces of news for people who are excited about uh, about Duo. Um, one is that there have been rumors that uh, not only have has the COVID nineteen crisis not delayed the product, but we might actually see it an announcement as early as this month. Don't know if that's true or not, but we're seeing a variety of people who are saying anything from between July and August, hmm. which would be even if it were just an announcement of. Flo, Andy, here's how much money you need to have put aside and when you need to be expected to be able to spend it. And which I helpful. would say, we hear and obey. I have put another envelope between the mattress and box spring <laughs> to make sure I don't spend it on foolish things such as my cable bill and or food. Yes. Baby is not getting any diapers for a couple of weeks. She should, we're just going to put her in a pool and just, you go ahead, baby. Just... <laughs> Uh, so that's that's interesting news. Other, but other uh, more, uh, I would say not only very interesting but also very positive is uh, the announcement that uh, Microsoft has decided to hire away a great deal of employees from the outside company that have been developing the custom mm-hmm. version of Android that was going to be running on, excuse me, that is going to be running on Surface Duo. Um, they hired out a company called Movial. Uh, which is a Finnish company, and apparently they decided right. that uh, this is uh, so a so important, b so integral to what else we're doing that um, it was initially misreported that they were buying Movial entirely. But no, what they're doing is they bought uh, they, they essentially hired away a lot of their people. As a matter of fact, the uh, uh, and Microsoft Romania uh, bought their entire uh, local operations, uh, and uh, their office in Nasi is going to be a Microsoft R and D center. Uh, the sixty Movial employees who work there are going to be Microsoft employees uh, working for Microsoft devices, uh, and entirely they're going mm-hmm. to be a brand new team underneath the Microsoft devices division, uh, which is really really good news because there's obviously if they're hiring an outside company to do the most important software work on this on this exciting hardware device there that's not a whole lot of skin in the game is it um I, I i appreciate that maybe they don't have the sort of firepower in-house required to take the android binaries 
and build a custom version that works as it needs to on this device. So maybe they needed that kind of outside help. But it means something, I think, that they said, no, we really need these people on the company health plan. Uh, so, yes, welcome. Here's here's your goodie bag. Here is your, you don't have to wear the propeller beanie. We'll assume that. <laughs> just watch this VHS cassette about, about hand-washing techniques uh, and get back to work, please. Yeah, well, I'd be very interested to see that uh, company health plan in Romania just com- because it has some of the worst healthcare in the European Union. But um, <laughs> it is interesting to know, it just my ears perked up because uh, Romania has become this like mini Silicon Valley of Central Europe. And part of that is because it's so cheap, quote unquote, to do yeah. business there. When you regard conversions, the country is not on the euro. Their currency is worth a lot less and that sort of thing. And you can tap into some real talent because remember, all, all the cybersecurity networks, <laughs> there's a reason there's that joke about the Ukrainian developer, okay? Um, I'm sorry, the Ukrainian? <laughs> developer. Oh, got it. Sorry. You know, okay. like, the, you're de- oh, you were going to, you know. Uh, but in all honesty, it just feels like um, this is an easy way to throw money at it and figure out, like, we need to do something to sell this product, but we don't want to put all of our eggs into this basket. So we don't want right. to put like the full spectrum of cash that we could put in if we hired, you know, a local regional entity. So we're going to hire somebody overseas to do this work, which I'm very curious to see how this is going to work out. And it's just like my brain is going about a story with regards to this because it's, I mean, the open source community, when you think about it, it really is is based in these parts of the world where, you know, it's just, ba- yeah, it's, anyway, I'm curious about it. <laughs> losing my train of thought, but. Yeah. For for the record, if you go to, like, the official Microsoft Surface page on uh, on uh, uh, on Microsoft, uh, they will still say it's coming in the holidays of 2020. So they, they're still. That's what, yeah, that was the original, that. the original thing was Christmas 2020. Which I remember remarking, like, who's going to care about this by Christmas 2020? <laughs> well, you know what? I would say Microsoft knew something was going to happen. Somebody, <laughs> some prophet came in to a Microsoft board meeting and said, guys, 2020 is going to be a difficult year. Nothing is going to happen. This is the perfect year for you to to drop a device because no one's going to travel. You know, no one can go anywhere. So they're going to be able to put money aside or, I mean, I guess they didn't you know, uh, account for the, the high unemployment rate, but regardless right. of that, you know, it's just, <laughs> but that, that, but that is an interesting observation because I mean, I've, uh, I, I think I mentioned before that like two weeks before this, uh, the COVID-19 story stopped being something that I followed from the point of view of, gosh, this is, seems to be having a heck of a time in China and closing down a bunch of factories. I, I wonder how that's going to affect ship dates for, for high-end hardware and became, let's see, I do have a gallon and a half of isopropyl alcohol <laughs> in the house, but I could probably get yes. a couple of gallons more. 
uh, I, I mentioned that like, like not two weeks, not only, not two weeks before. It's like you know what I, I spent, and now especially because I've been like commuting to like uh, Boston for uh, WGBH at least mm-hmm. once a week. Now I now uh, I, I feel as though I should invest like in this this really nice uh, laptop bag or like daily city carry. Oh, mm-hmm. I know it's three hundred and fifty dollars, and but I put four months of thought to it, and also oh, you know what I really wish Olympus has come up with this really nice two X tele extender for the really nice zoom lens that I have. And cause I spent so much time like shooting roller derby and shooting going out when I'm in Boston and stuff, going out places and, Oh, it's $300, $400. But you know, every February I do buy, so I'm going to buy. And so I bought all this stuff that really I can't use until we go back into so I wonder how this sort of thing affects that. Good news, everybody. We have a new mobile device that handles that stuff that you do when you're not lashed to a desk all the time, but well, still want the freedom of. <laughs> to be fair, people have been building forts inside their house to get away from their families. I told Andy earlier today about how I hid in the corner of my house to just get a little break from everybody because. Newborns are loud and apparently they howl like a wolf. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I imagine that they they should just shift their marketing and just market it towards those of us trying yeah. to just get some alone time. Yeah. And 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 of course, it's not as though like just because uh, uh, the, the, the world is doing better than America at handling this crisis right now. But even inside America, the fact that it doesn't look like people are going to be going back to. Uh, normal by the end of 2020 doesn't mean it doesn't make sense to launch a revolutionary new device at the end of 2020 so that by the time in January or February, I am once again going to Boston every Friday and going to New York uh, uh, once or twice every couple of months that (laughs) by the time I'm doing that again, uh, not only will I still have like been saving up, I, I still be like several thousand dollars ahead in my budget because of all the crap that I buy <laughs> when, I, when I'm just doing routine traveling because I'm not doing that anymore. But also, the at it'll be three or four months old, and the devastating problems will have been fixed with a series of apologies and bug fixes. And at that point, it'll be you know what. I would have been a fool to purchase this at full price in October, but now that app, now that Microsoft has been forced to reduce the price by three hundred dollars in the face of, let's say, not exceptional uh, customer response, I'm sure that's that's going to happen. I don't know if this is a good time to segue <laughs> to this, but I was going to say that the, the, see there wasn't much of an air gap between you saying that you do you you agree and then moving on. So I'm just maybe I'm just feeling vulnerable right now. That's no, all I'm I was saying. gonna I was gonna say that I wonder how this is going to fare with you know the Galaxy Fold or excuse me the Note 20, yeah. the Note 20 coming into the sphere because they Samsung is still pulling through with that. You know the big unpacked. You know. Yeah, they're they're doing so. They I think it was to was it actually just today? I have it in my notes, but I forget. It was when, yesterday. When, that yesterday, they sorry. Officially so they, they announced, announced it. August fifth for their virtual uh, Galaxy Unpacked. Less event. than a month. Less than a month away. Um, so it's going to be. Uh, we're expecting new versions of the Galaxy Notes. We're going to get the Note Twenty. Uh, new versions of the Galaxy Fold and Flip. Now, I'm actually really excited. About, okay, not I just said excited in terms of the duo. So I'm going to have to say I'm really keen to see what they do with the Fold and Flip. He's keen, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Relatively speaking, I am not excited relative to the, the duo. The duo is real, genuine, 
if even if it's like uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping it'll be sem- it'll be less than the cost of a premium smartphone. But if it is the cost of a premium smartphone, I am anticipating that I might say, well, I mean it's nine hundred and seventy five dollars, but. I have $975 right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make another $975, which is the which is the dangerous stuff that I tell myself yes. when my lizard bird is saying, it's so shiny. Yes. It's so fluffy. I want to pet it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here shaking my head at you. So. <laughs> or, well, okay. How, how about if I do this? How about if I say, because I know I've, I've already like, I have a proposed budget. Should I get a cat? Say, well, Andy, what if what if instead of getting a cat in 2021, you were to put half that money towards the duo? <laughs> the duo would not provide you the kind of comfort and love that a cat could provide with its furriness. I guess unless and you got a really furry case for it. Flo, I, I don't think you 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 are imaginative enough about how I intend to use the duo. You just it's got it a, it's got head. a folding screen. It, it can give me a hug. <laughs> I just put my face in it. And just. <laughs> Like how I hug my baby. It's just like, there, oh, there, let Andy. me just take over your tiny going little to body. Be very, very well. <laughs> Here, <sighs> let me let me shake your hand. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's obviously Samsung is really committed to these things. It wasn't one of those one and done. We're sorry. We're embarrassed. Let's not. It's not like the solid gold twelve thousand dollar Apple gadget watch where <laughs> that was like gold. Are you sure that was us? Like solid gold Apple Watch for 12? That really doesn't sound like the sort of thing we would do. Hey, look, we've got new hand emojis. Uh, but uh, it's I've, I've, I'm really interested in the concept of these folding phones, particularly the flip. The idea of having like a really big like Galaxy Note or even Note 20 sized phone that it folds down when you're not using it and is a lot easier to carry around. I'm really, really keen to see how well they're doing it, making it a more practical and durable sort of item until uh, I, I, I want to see innovation. I want to see new form factors. I sure love seeing when a new type of component becomes manufacturable and to see, well, designers, now you have this capability in your hands. What are you going to do with it? Um, but obviously that's not really meaningful until somebody who's out there to shop for a phone and they've got the amount of money that most people who shop for phones have, let's say plus 10% for novelty, unless that becomes an option for them saying, well, yeah, you can get, you can spend $900 for this flagship phone for 11, uh, for a thousand twenty, we do have this folding version of this phone, which you might actually think is more practical because you, you know, you're not, you don't like to spend a whole bunch of time like on your phone anyway, and you don't want to blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm glad to, this is, this is also playing to what Samsung's strength mm-hmm, has always mm-hmm. been, which has always been, we've got this crazy idea. And because we are one of the biggest manufacturers uh, of everything that exists in the commercially in the world, we have the capability capability to take a flutter on a, a phone with an absurdly large screen or a phone that has a that has a stylus built into it or a folding phone and stick with it for a couple of years just to see if people start to take to it and see if we can get better at making these things. And so if there's going to be a time where Apple ever makes a folding iPhone, it's it can only come after Samsung has produced a fourth generation Galaxy Fold or Galaxy Flip that really, really works well enough that Apple uh, or 
or any other company realizes that, okay, this is a mature technology. They've also made all the mistakes, and now they've figured out how people want to use this sort of thing, and now let's get in on the bandwagon. <sighs> oh, also, you're looking forward to the Galaxy Watch 3? Uh, I mean, I don't have... I mean, yes, but I'm worried it's going to be a little too big. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I mean... Look, at least we have some things to look forward to this summer because it's been a bummer of a summer. So at least we still have this on the docket to look forward to. So, yeah, see, that's I'm I'm also finding the same thing that I've uh, I do have. I do have a ticket to uh, to an opera in April, Uh, just like a couple months ago. I bought a ticket to an opera in October. Hmm? Next April. Next April. Right. April 2021. April 2021, wow, because you, partly... you are optimistic. I appreciate you for that. See, well, see, the, the thing is, I know the Metropolitan Opera is good for it. I know, I've, I, get, I, I bought, uh, when tickets became available, I think they opened up the, the box office in May, I think, might have been, I think, I think it was actually earlier in April for the 2020-2021 season. And as I do every year, like I can't afford to go like every time I want to go. Mm-hmm. Usually it's because I happen to be in town on business or something and I'll get like a $30 like day of performance or really, really cheap obstructed view seat. Mm-hmm. Once a year, I do pick out one thing that I absolutely don't want to miss. And that becomes my I will pay full price for the ticket. I will commit to round trip train fare to make a special trip out there. And as I'm thinking, oh, what are the chances that there'll even like be, it'll be even be safe to have like these things, but what are the chances they'll even be allowed to put on performances in October? I did decide that actually it will be a mentally, it will be a good thing to have something on the calendar for October that I can look forward to. Yeah. And I feel on that. the off chance that good news, it turns out that, Aspirin plus uh, plus Mountain Dew is an effective vaccine against it. It's been proven 100% reliable. And like, no, like, good news. We can all go back to everything. Like right now, I have the feeling that like uh, if that if things should change and improve that well by September, people are going to be so worked up to go to public performances. It's going to be impossible to see like anything live. Uh, but of course, they did cancel, <laughs> and I used the but I used the credit. Say, okay, let's try this again. Here's the, the second thing that I wanted to see is in April, and even if they, I, I actually think it's possible that not only we're we're talking about two different things here. We're talking about both the both New York City allows theatrical performances to go on, and also not just that it is legally and not only is it physically possible for me to go to this performance but also i will decide for myself that i'm comfortable going mm-hmm. to this perform not only sitting in this place for three thousand other people but also riding on amtrak for three and a half hours to get there and that might not be true but in uh, but i wouldn't want to be here in march Thinking that, oh man, see, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I really wanted to see this, and now it's completely sold out, and everything, and it looks like it really would be completely safe for me to have gone, but I can't buy a ticket now. I'm gonna, I will have wished that back in the summer. I decided to be optimistic. See, this is exactly why I haven't gone to the salon <laughs> because I don't know what exists between my house and the salon, so I would just feel more comfortable out here. The hills around me, they're on fire. <laughs> At least I can run away from those hills. Can't run away from the coronavirus. 
<laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, again, there there are a lot of really uh, interesting exhibits on the grounds of Pompeii. The people that would want to convince you otherwise. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> oh boy. Um. And uh, and look at look at how thick my legs are. Like this isn't just like plaster going here. I actually was like a really really good runner. And now look at me. I got. And of course, why did I why did I decide to throw my my arm up in front of my face like this before I died? Because now it looks like I'm smelling my armpit. God darn it. If you try to run away, if you try to run away from 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 an from a uh, from a volcano, look cool. Just like like be standing and like put your back against something so you don't fall over, and like just give the double goats, okay? So that you know when you're a tourist attraction, three hundred years, people say, "Oh wow, that guy was really really awesome." Don't know who he was because obviously he's just like a plaster casting of the void that was left over in the ash after his corporeal form disappeared. But man, he was totally metal to the end. I want to be like him. I'm, I'm gonna get a tattoo of him on my the side of my, my outer thigh. I'm I'm, go- I'm googling this, so I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, shall, should we take a mint? Oh wow, uh, they think, did. Think, God, these uh, are real. Wow, plaster. Sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's time for us to start wrapping up, and so we try. We do try to end on something lighthearted and positive because oftentimes we have to talk about dark things, like Mount uh, Vesuvius. Okay. Yes. Anyway, again, that gives us the freedom to speak truthfully and confidently and it's frankly true. about it's important true. topics of the day, such as what if you know you become a tourist attraction three thousand years because you got caught in a, in a, in an a compromising position it. while being. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just oh god, oh humanity. Um, yeah. You see now, see now, now, uh, uh, now I, I'm not going to say it aloud, but I wish to communicate to you, Florence Ion, that there, there is, there is a, a term, a phrase of endearment uh, that uh, that the youths use, and saying that when they see an image of somebody who is completely clothed, they just look really, really cool. And sometimes people will say positively in point and say, wow, that guy blanks. And what you just said made me think uh, that tourists, again, looking, saying literally, wow, that guy blanks. I mean, he was blanking until the very, very end. I don't want I any debate on for this. For those of you who did not hear me, I was off the mic. <laughs> I snorted. That's how hard it made me. No. Oh God, Andy! No, 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 honey. They're they're playing this prank in which uh, one of them like uh, like uh, wanted them the other the other person to trip over them. Andy, you're going as... to get us the explicit rating, <laughs> but like the okay, subtle okay, but explicit at, rating. At, at least I wasn't trying to get the Scientologists on down our. I know. Snorkels, I'm sorry. All right? I'm all right. Let's just, let's just say that there have been mistakes made on both sides of this of the stream. Okay, can we agree upon that? God forbid if we need to lawyer up because of this uh, podcast episode. But anyway, anyway, uh, okay. So uh, on the lighter on the lighter note, and yet somehow still disaster related. Yes. There is a change dot org position that I've been aware of for for some time. Uh, that okay. So you know that we talked, we spoke earlier about the this Dino game, where if, there, if you've got no internet, you can have your dinosaur, your T Rex jumping and making that speed run. There is a change dot org position to uh, have have Google. 
uh, add if once you once your internet connection comes back and the, and the game ends instead of just switching flatly back to like whatever page was trying to load you see these animated like little meteorites <laughs> basically dooming the dooming the and and the T Rex now having this sort of eye popping expression of alarm uh, to indicate that yes <laughs> the dinosaur race is earth his earthly race is now over as the old folk song says. Um, which this which, is messed which, up. Which... <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I mean, uh, these poor dinosaurs have they not been through enough? Well, they've certainly been through enough of the innocent lesser mammals that have been uh, ground between their their dagger like teeth, like wheat before the scythe, shall we say. Amongst amongst the small furry lemur like creatures from which you and I possibly extended, there is no love lost. I'm just let's just put it that way. Well, on the I just love that on change.org. Prashant is counting on you. It's the person who started this petition. Needs your help with add meteor animation to the Chrome's Dino game when it connects to the internet. Eighteen hundred twenty-four supporters currently needs twenty five hundred for whatever reason. I guess it's enough people. You know how many other things that people could use change.org petitions for at Google? <laughs> Just saying. See, there's a lot of see, contractors who could really use benefits right and let, now. Let, and let me saying. let me put it this let me put it this way that uh, I remembered this and said, so, "Ooh, this would be a fun thing to talk about at the end." But I couldn't like find a every time I did a search for like Chrome dinosaur. Uh, like meteorite, it would take me to 41 pages of like actual reasons why the dinosaurs went extinct. So I said, okay, let's go change.org. I'll use the search feature there. And it's about p- justice for people who've been pr- imprisoned uh, unjustly, innocent persons being free, a hate crime bill. Okay, Disney retheming Splash Mountain. But even even on that basis, probably more significant given the origins of the name. Wait, people uh, are again. Oh. I see. I didn't know this, but apparently Splash Mountain is originally themed as a tie-in to the Song of the South movie. You didn't know that? I had no oh, idea. Oh, oh, that's the long, that's the long-known dark secret, uh, at least of the of Disneyland Anaheim. Oh. Um, and there's a lot of uproar from the because I have a couple of my Venn diagram kind of slowly bears into Disney. Just you know, California born, going to Disneyland. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of people who are diehard Disney fans are saying, don't go over to Princess and the Frog, which I just think is because who cares about Briar Rabbit? And oh my God, Andy, you know what you should do tonight? In fact, I'm going to send you the YouTube link of the original Splash Mountain uh, opening that they had. I think it was in 1986. And they had this whole like song and dance number to go with it. And it's just awful. It's terrible. It's anyway. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it now. I am. Ooh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they've changed it recently, but so I did the I did, of course, the Google search. Uh-huh. And uh, so the cached version. So if you go to DisneyWorld.Disney.Go.com, Magic Mountain, Splash Mountain. So this you, you Google search Google Splash Mountain and the search result number one is Splash Mountain Ride Walt Disney World Resort, which goes to the actual page. And apparently uh, the text that is excerpted here was quoted from the original 
uh, fr- from the whatever the status was. And the so the first line is, drop into a thrilling log flume ride featuring characters and songs from the classic Disney film Song of the South. And so, oh, that's surprising. Let's click on that link and see what it says there. And on the actual text itself, after, of course, phase reopening and content, uh, it says, drop into a whimsical world filled with classic characters and songs on this thrilling log flume adventure. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently... They're not awake, but there's a little bit there. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I I really did. I just thought, okay, Splash Mountain. That's like any place that has a water flume ride could call it that. I know. I also have never been to Disney World Land or Compound or whatever. So really, never. Well, You've never been to any of the parks. Uh, my family used to go to like local New England like uh, theme parks uh, or family fun parks. Uh, I. Uh, when I uh, I've never been as part of a group, and now even though friends of mine say, "Oh no no no," so you, you see single people like all the time there. It's it's forever. It's like I'm like I don't want to be a middle aged man with a camera walking around a child theme amusement. And I know that like there, you can do the drinking tour of Epcot, and that you know the the, the Star Wars things are for everybody. I'm just I, I don't feel as though people would give me a hard time. I am very certain that the staff wouldn't give me a hard time. I feel as though I couldn't relax completely knowing how important it is that I look like I'm not a creep. <laughs> oh, I, well, I listen, there are creepy people at Disneyland, and I would say, Andy, you... Excuse me, I'd <laughs> like to get a picture of Chewbacca over there. Could all, every, all the children younger than 26... So I don't want to accidentally get your picture while I take a picture of the of the Millennium Falcon. So all the, I just want to be I'm not interested in pictures of anybody younger than 32, 33, 34. <laughs> anybody 36 through 48. If you could sign this waiver indicating that I took no particular interest in you whatsoever. This is the sort of stuff that would be going through my mind. <laughs> so like Yeah, there we have a lot to talk about with regards to this, but you know I'm not going to get into it now. Not going to get into it because because if 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 the gift shop at the entrance sold like for 130 dollars a T-shirt that simply says this guy is totally not a creep, and is signed by the person who sold the shirt because well you know what he was nice he was polite he was he was well mannered he didn't seem to have any sort of an odor about him. I'm sure he, he was wearing sunglasses, but it wasn't those sort of like really, really saying, thick Disney frames that definitely have some sort of a hidden video camera. Okay. It spans generations. You don't have to just be a kid to be into Disney. There's a reason that every high school in uh, California sent the seniors to Disneyland for grad night. A lot of shenanigans, by the way. Uh, oh, shenanigans. A lot sure. of shenanigans. Uh <laughs> Anyway, I feel like this is a good stopping point Perhaps, for us. Yes. <laughs> because although uh, although uh people who are either work for Disney or work for Disney's marketing team, if you'd like to 
target uh, the community of uh, people like myself that maybe don't feel as though they're the sort of person who mm-hmm. could or should visit Disneyland mm-hmm. uh, in the form of a full all-expense-paid trip there, too. Uh, given that Disney is not a uh, tech company, mm-hmm. uh, nor is it a software or product yeah, imagine services. Yeah, imagineers. Well, no, but they're not serving. They're not selling. I feel as though ethically I could accept first-class airfare and accommodations for two weeks mm-hmm. uh, plus unlimited drinks at the Epcot. Uh, the The Tri-Channel just did a uh, – six of them were in, in Orlando, and so they basically went to Epcot drinking at every single, like, national-themed yep. bar there. And it looked like a it looked like a lot of fun, and yeah. the, you can get they, really they, drunk in Disneyland if you really they, try. They, and they, they got a little bit lit, that was for sure. <laughs> and it's it certainly changes the scope of things when you realize I am under the influence of something <laughs> in what quote unquote the happiest place on earth. Like, don't don't break, don't break, don't break. God, there 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 are a lot of parents with kids around. Are they like pointing at me and whispering to their kids, "Don't grow up to be like that person"? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have totally thought that before. I have totally thought that before. Um, uh, okay. So actually, anyway. uh, speaking speaking of sponsorships, uh, we are doing sponsorship drive right. uh, at, at Relay FM. Uh, if you want to become a member, we can support us uh, even more directly than you do when you support our advertisers. This is the uh, put some money into a box and mail it mm-hmm. to us. Uh, mm-hmm. Option uh, without the, tr- the 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 trouble of having to go through your sofa for change and or going to the mail uh, post office afterward, uh, you, you can get uh, if you can sign up at various membership levels, a level friendly for pretty much everybody. Uh, go to relay.fm/material to support this and all other relay podcasts. Uh, are in addition to our thanks and our gratitude, and also uh, video evidence that we are feeding ourselves in a healthy fashion uh, and getting the dental work that we occasionally require. Uh, well, you also get access to bonus episodes, special episodes mm-hmm. done by Relay FM podcast hosts that are available only to members of Relay FM. We thank and love everybody, but we have an extra, we have a, a separate secondary thanks for people who uh, are members because we realize that um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm so completely grateful to everybody that Me thinks too. enough yeah. of the show we do simply to listen each and every week or on any sort of a regular basis um when it comes down to but i'm going <laughs> i'm going to like visit a link i'm going to fill out a form even above and beyond like the money it's like i'm going to go through the trouble of like trying to process a web form mm-hmm. in order to get, th- to get things done and speaking as a person who tried and failed to get the United States post office to deliver a bundle of like empty mailing boxes uh, because the form would not accept my mailing address as a valid address, despite the fact I've lived here for many years now. And I can, I can, I can verify that they have mailed many things to me at this address. So there, there's a certain of how much do I love the material podcast? <laughs> Enough to hope that they did a web form and a payment processor well. In fact, yes, I do. We are so grateful to you for girding, uh, girding your chest and you're thumping your thumping your 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 muscles and uh, getting into that. Uh, so once again, go to relay.fm/material. We're having an all, we're having an all staff. I'm saying all staff, meaning just Flo and I, uh, discussing what we're going to be doing for our bonus episode. Um, I have sent a. Uh, a bid package out 
to various costumers so we can get competitive bids. We're going to select the three nicest ones and figure out fit, finish, people we want to work with, uh, diversity initiatives, of course. Uh, we, we, I mean, you don't want to – the sort of costumes we're going to need, you don't want to just you know run them up yourselves. I mean, that's mm-hmm. charming, but we really are at a level of – Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. higher than anyway uh so flow anything anything being published anything going on that you'd like to let people know about <laughs> yes i, I totally that was me trying this... to trying to recall the phrase signal boost no that's okay <laughs> and, and taking I... two and a half seconds to do it that's okay. My brain works the same way, which is why we work together well, Andy. Yes. Um, I had a article go up last week at Lifehacker that I totally missed. Apparently, my Android 11 beta rundown is up. Uh, it's up there. I'm working on my website this week. I'm working on the podcast this week. I'm working on so much. This I have so much happening this summer. So you're you're gonna see a lot of stuff from me this summer. Just not this month. <laughs> not not it's not the right summer now. of flu. It will be. It will yes. be in like August. So just look forward to then. <laughs> uh, I'm when I'm not doing home improvement projects, I'm still <laughs> I'm still getting show docs and stuff ready for uh, NPR in Boston WGBH. I'm going to be on Friday at 1 p.m. talking about things that are tech related and political tech related and things, things that, that make you go hmm. Exactly. Make you make you make you happy that you. Uh, you pledged your support to WGBH at the umbrella level, not just the tote bag level. Also, I've uh, I'm trying I'm uh, I'm decided that before the summer is out, I'm going to get my, my my website back up again. Good. Uh, and because now I've I've actually started on infrastructure things and adding to my workflow of stuff to put on the blog, and it comes. To, I might actually you know I I might actually go to Patreon. Only because that's I'm considering it too. So yeah. only because because I I wanted to, there to be a hey look if you want to support me I'm not insisting you do so but by all means of course if you if you want to put money in a box and mail it to me that will work very very well. Uh, but the th- and the, the thing has always been uh, it's never been about Patreon is not for me is not about like wanting to have some sort of a monetary support system but that I just don't want. To ever have to think about the design of my site, or the operation of my site, or the uptime or downside of my downs, you will have to think about site. the design of your Patreon, though. You can't just yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> but the idea of the thing is, if you do nothing, no it easy look way like out other, of this one, Andy. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. The thing Listen, is with Patreon, if you do nothing, it looks like every website, other Patreon site. Yeah, yeah. Put a PayPal donation link and just tap right here <laughs> and notco.com. Go there. Tap on the PayPal link, send Andy some money. It's boom. You know what? I think I think you would make a really you could create a really good YouTube channel, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because now again, dear listeners, you don't see the video feed, but I do. So this this could have been like watching the end of a Florence Ion YouTube YouTube video. (laughs) Now she he actually she actually did the pointing down, like the like and whatever button. But and here's and here's the really important thing. We have seen this happen on YouTube channels where they end with this, but she didn't say, remember to smash that like button and ring that bell to make sure you're notified of new and check out our merch store. It was just the sort of polite, you know, go in peace to love and serve the Lord sort of thing. <laughs> <But> <laughs> which also I, give which us I to- money. 
because content yes, exactly. is not free. Oh, and, and by saying. the way, as the chosen uh, spokesperson for God, any any talents, <laughs> any anything you give to me, you're actually giving to Jesus. So uh, I'll be sure to pass that stuff right along to him. Hey, hey you know what? When, when Jesus comes back, not only am I taking him out to, to lunch at uh, the Olive Garden, I'm picking up the whole check, including the gratuity. That's a promise for me, Reverend Andy. But I won't be able to afford those limited breadsticks without your support. And would you like me to have to, at the time, say to Jesus Christ, Jesus, I'm sorry, we're going to have to split that appetizer of Bloom and Onion because my supporters didn't give me enough money for two separate appetizers. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised, too. They're really very... Don't judge... Oh, no, 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 no. Don't don't call your dad. Don't judge them. They're good people. <laughs> Are you not maybe, entertained? Maybe I can make more money as an evangelist. <laughs> you got me thinking of a new business plan. I mean, listen, there's a reason I keep calling out to Scientology. We could really use some money. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't come after us. Uh, we need to end this. Otherwise, I'm going to get us we some need really this. deep well, pockets. We're still in a right hole now. shallow enough that you can still see the tops of our heads and we can still climb yes, out of it. So far. Uh, Although I'm ever- shrinking. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to us this week. We hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, have an awesome seven days. Bye-bye. Bye.